0: following CannabisRadio.com program contains explicit language and content that can be considered graphic and offensive. This program is not suitable for all audiences and the opinions expressed do not reflect those of CannabisRadio.com its staff, management or sponsors. Listener discretion is advised. Oh
1: this is kind of cool You can put your weed in there Jesus. Oh, check this out! Oh yeah, that's beautiful. A lot of people don't realize this, but you can put your weed in there.
0: This is the Stoner Jesus Show on CannabisRadio.com.
1: That's why, Greg, you're a poontang, if I can use a medical term.
0: Man, oh man!
1: You're gay. There's no
2: facts in, in the church.
1: Oh! The church? Holy
3: crap. Don't try to debate me on something. Motherfucker, I can't do many things well. But words... ...are my shit. sitting here chilling. like I got nothing to do. I don't have a whole show to do. Not a care in the fucking world. Just staring off into space. It's the Stoner Jesus Show. An auspicious start. I am here to Stoner Jesus, of course. We're doing it live on Twitter and Periscope at Stoner Jesus 420. We're also on Twitch and Facebook. Checking out the Facebook chat room and the Periscope chat area. Not checking out Twitch. I'm sorry also at me at stonerjesus420 during the show you can email the show stonerjesus420 at gmail.com hardcore fans of the show can find our Facebook group Disciples of Stoner Jesus simply search Disciples of Stoner Jesus on Facebook to find the group for the show, don't forget our OnlyFans I know I haven't done much on there lately you follow for free, onlyfans.com slash Jesus. there are past interviews I've done, adult star interviews follow for free i got some hardcore shit in the planning stages where it has remained now for several weeks but that's okay I'm doing the main show other auxiliary stuff can wait also uh, don't forget all social media past episodes sponsor banners can be found at stonerjesus.net please support our sponsors they support us you'll be hearing their commercials throughout the night go to stonerjesus.net if you want to check them out click on their banners or if uh, you're hearing this you know, episode years in the, from now, and they're no longer sponsors, you can still find the website, most likely. It's all good stuff. All good stuff. Speaking of good stuff, I got reviews of Cushy Dreams, CBD, and da Vinci Vaporizers tonight. Also an interview with Robert Blunt, the world's largest cannabis social media influencer. Said over all his pages, he has some 40 million followers A lot of the pages are familiar to you. They're big pages on Facebook, like Blunts and Bongs and Drug Possession Laws and 420 and ganja fiend and just all kinds of stuff. Big ones, little ones, Instagram, Facebook, a lot of social media followers. He's live, or he was live last night when I interviewed him. It was morning for him in Thailand. Not my first international interview, but I believe my first international video interview. I'm not sure. I'm sure about that really i could be wrong i could be absolutely i could have absolutely no idea what i'm talking about it wouldn't be the first time in any case that's coming up but in this segment the first segment because the rest of the night segment two and three is basically this pre-recorded stuff i'm done i can sit back you know do some shit uh you know make some transitions or whatever from videos to commercials and play the commercials and stuff like that but for all intents and purposes after the first segment i'm fucking done man I'm not out of here. I got one foot out the door. Speaking of one foot out the door, he has two feet out the door. St. Peter, haven't heard from him in a while. No voicemails. And for that, well, you are lucky. Just, just, just be grateful. There's no St. Peter voicemails, none of him rambling on for three, four, five minutes about the most inane bullshit that's sometimes humorous. Anyway, this segment, we got stockpiling semen to fight COVID-19. Very important. Med Bikini. If you don't know that story, it was big on Twitter. Uh, adult Casino. The reason I bring that up is because it has kind of a personal connection for me in an indirect way. I'll tell that story in a minute. And The Return of Beavis and Butthead. For those of you kids out there, you youngins, you youths, you youths, you don't know about Beavis and Butthead. And the fucking the greatness of Beavis and Butthead was it was a simple show. It was a simple fucking show. It was hilarious. It wasn't complicated. It was a lot of bells and whistles. Just two dumb fucking teenagers getting in the shit. That's the whole show. And when it was on MTV originally, they would comment on videos as well. When MTV, of course, played videos. A lot of you kids don't remember that either. I don't know. A lot of you kids are watching fucking Siesta Key. Those annoying brats. Anyway... We begin the most important video in the first segment. It is the name of the show. The name of this episode, The Power of Semen. It's very important. Stockpiling Semen. And this is from uh, this vegan healthy fitness person on YouTube. This is about four months old, but Vice reposted on Twitter recently and it got uh, a bunch of views and went viral. So and coronavirus is still around and semen is still around. So, stockpiling semen to fight the coronavirus.
2: Whilst the world is experiencing a stockpiling frenzy of toilet tissue, cleaning products and hand sanitizers with supermarkets and stores selling out and online retailers stocking products for as much as 500 pounds for extortionate prices knowing that people are so desperate to get their hands on them. I have found a free and alternative method.
3: Not to be a dick but I think the word she was looking for was exorbitant. She says extortionate prices. She means exorbitant prices. Anyway that's not the point. She's talking about semen.
2: That is to stockpile semen.
3: There you go.
2: Like every piece of fresh produce, the sooner you consume it, the better the nutritional and health benefits will be. Consuming semen as close to production as possible is when...
3: As close to production means you want to try to get it right out of the dick.
2: You are going to get the most benefits from it. However, if you are looking to have this at a later time, you can store it in the fridge for 24 hours. For long-term suitable storage, I would recommend freezing semen in ice cube trays
3: freezing semen that's a good band name
2: the average quantity of semen produced is around a teaspoon at a time so
3: <laughs> maybe for the, the average guy it's a teaspoon but I'm, I'm out here shooting buckets son
2: fits perfectly into an ice cube portion this can be added to cold drinks smoothies if you wish to disguise the taste or even consumed as an ice cube much like you would an ice lolly when frozen, semen loses
3: its. I don't know. Wouldn't you want to? I mean, if you lived with other people, you might have to lock it up. You don't want them to just wander in the kitchen and look for some ice and pop some semen cubes, you know, into their lemonade or whatnot. That might be, uh, might be a problem. It might not. I don't know. I don't know, you people. Maybe in all kinds of shit. You may be into semen ice cubes. I have no idea.
2: Discosity and texture. It's no longer white and thick, but becomes watery and clear. As long as you stored it safely. It's
3: watery and clear. It's just no good.
2: Either in the fridge for 24 hours or the freezer thereafter. It is safe for consumption. Seeing as there is no dairy or animal produce in this, this is suitable for vegans. Each portion of semen.
3: Semen is suitable for vegans. I think that's common sense, right?
2: People, we knew that. But anyway. Semen, a teaspoon at a time, contains over 200 vitamins and minerals, which help to boost the body's...
3: 200 Vitamins Motherfucker natural immune
2: system it is nature's very own multivitamin for free it's also a natural antidepressant helps to relax you and helps you to sleep better at night studies in the Netherlands have also found that mothers who consume semen whilst pregnant have a higher immune system and their babies are healthier
3: damn consuming semen while pregnant doubling up (laughs)
2: <laughs> this is something that we can all stockpile at home, especially during quarantine. I would recommend either seeking your partner or a male associate, a healthy active lifestyle. I-
3: male associate. For a minute I thought you were gonna say like a neighbor. Like a male neighbor. Say, hey, bro, you you whack it right? Here's an ice tray. Could you fill this up for me? For, with some semen cubes understand
2: that consuming semen may not be to everybody's taste so if you find <laughs> and this is too big a step to take then other things that you can consume to boost your immune system include citrus fruits such as grapefruit oranges tangerines lemons limes and clementines red bell peppers broccoli garlic ginger spinach almonds turmeric green tea papaya kiwi and sunflower seeds
3: I don't know, I feel like if all those options are available besides semen, that not enough people are going to start stockpiling the semen. Sometime we'll have some sort of semen shortage when the robots take over. That's how they'll get us.
2: So how can we keep ourselves safe and practice safe hygiene? Top tips include showering daily, washing your hands before eating and preparing food,
3: are we done with the semen segment?
2: Wash your hands before inserting contact lenses or performing any other activity that brings you in contact with the eyes or mouth. Wash your hands for 20 seconds and scrub under your fingernails. Cover your mouth and nose with a tissue when coughing or sneezing. Carry an alcohol-based hand. Okay, finger.
3: thank you. We know all that. That's the boring part. I wonder if COVID can be transmitted through semen. I don't know. I have to get an expert. Let's see if I can find a coronavirus expert. Get them on here and just ask them one question can it be transmitted through semen it's really what we need to know this next story was big week week and a half ago maybe i'm not good with the time It trending was trending on twitter basically some dudes got together and made this study that they did in a creepy way to decide that female nurses and doctors and such shouldn't be posting bikini pictures and pictures of them drinking alcohol and shit online because it's very unprofessional. And as Twitter is want to do, these seven dudes write some bullshit study and they put it out and everybody attacks them and it goes viral and it masks the fact that these seven dudes really weren't important in the first place and their opinions are irrelevant <laughs> and, no, and stupid to boot. I've always said any kind of actions to discourage women from removing their clothing, it seems kind of productive. We've spent centuries upon centuries trying to get women to take their clothes off. And now, well, put them back on. Get off Instagram. Put your clothes back on. No. I'm not down with that. Anyway, med bikini was trending on Twitter for quite a while.
4: This is not how doctors usually present themselves, but here they are, doctor after doctor posing in bikinis. It started after a prestigious medical journal warned that young surgeons were posting unprofessional photos showing-
3: A pre- prestigious medical journal, the Journal of Vascular Surgery, is it? Is the Journal of Vascular Surgery the fucking end-all be-all of vascular surgery? what even is vascular surgery? I have so many questions.
4: Inappropriate attire on social media. The backlash to the bikini shaming article was instantaneous. It's 2020. It's not 1920. Dr. Victoria Dooley responded with this shot. That's
3: right. They weren't posting bikini pictures on Instagram in 1920.
2: To tell women what they should and should not do in social media in this day and age, to me, it's just, it is cringeworthy. And it's, that's unprofessional.
4: There's more medical student. Stephanie said if she goes to the beach, she's wearing this, not scrubs and Dr. Daisy Sanchez proudly.
3: What they don't wear scrubs at the beach. (laughs) That seems like a pretty good beach attire. You don't need sunscreen. They're probably somewhat waterproof.
4: ...shows off her scrubs side by side with her favorite bikini. This older doctor also clapped back at one particular... Off-
3: oh, did she? She clapped back. I love the slang. When the, uh... People on Inside Edition and shit try to use the slang, man. You gotta just keep up with the times. I should say that more. I don't know when I would use it, though. You don't like my show? Well, I'm going to clap back at that. There you go. See? Nailed
4: that shit. ...of the article. To the 28-year-old researcher who says this is unprofessional, I'm old enough to be your grandmother.
2: Ew. You should post whatever makes you happy because we are humans too. We're not robots.
3: Would you not go see a doctor because she posted herself in a bikini drinking alcohol on Instagram? Anyway, apparently these guys made, like, the Lurker accounts... And follow these women and checked out their pictures and stuff. And that's how they came up with their study. I don't know. I think there were some ulterior motives. But what do I know? Maybe, um, I don't know. You know, creepy. Creepy shit. Anyway, adult casino. Check this shit out. And then I'll tell you the story of why uh, I'm talking about it.
4: Alright, the first ever adult-only resort and casino is opening in Las Vegas. I'm surprised this is the first ever. It's a luxury resort called Circa. It will house 777 rooms and be open only to guests, 21 and over. This will feature the world's largest sports book, a three-story stadium with a huge screen that can be seen on multiple floors of the casino. Wow, look at those photos. The resort will also house a unique pool amphitheater. Guests can catch games and other televised events while relaxing in the pool. The casino and restaurants are set to open in October. Guest rooms will be available in late December. So if you wanna head that way while it's cold here, you can do that. Wow. If you need a little time, time after quarantine, <laughs> yes. yes. <laughs> we'll Leave find the kids?
3: <laughs> Anyway, the reason I bring this up, first of all, adult casino, talking about gambling. My question is Las Vegas adult casino Where's the weed? Uh, is that it? There's a big fucking there's a big screen with sports on it. There's gonna be more to it than that. Adult. When I hear adult casino, I think things. Which brings me to my story, a little story about my personal life, which I don't normally do on this show. One, because I'm uncomfortable with that kind of thing, and two, because it's boring as shit. But some things are interesting. Seeing that story made me think of back when I was a fiction writer. When I was 22, I decided, hey, I want to be a writer. I like doing it. I'm pretty good at it. That's what I'm going to do. I'm going to write fiction. I'm going to be the next Stephen King. I'm going to be a fucking millionaire writing novels. All that shit. Didn't quite work out that way. Fell a little bit short of that goal. So for seven years, I write fiction. sending out to different places. A lot of college uh, literary magazines and shit like that. I wrote a novel, a screenplay. uh, Started a bunch of short stories. Finished a bunch of short stories, poems. All kinds of stuff. It's it was fiction writing or something along those lines, I wrote it. So for seven years, that's what I did. Trying to kickstart my writing career. Didn't quite work out that way. When I started writing about cannabis. I really could make a career of writing. And allowed me to come back to my Stoner Jesus character from a screenplay I wrote almost 20 years ago. Make it a podcast. Now it's a video show. And all of that. But one of the things I wrote was the first couple of scenes of a TV pilot. The basis of the TV pilot, the premise was this. I don't know if there's, I don't know which states in Nevada allow prostitution and which ones allow gambling, but in my TV show, there's going to be a county in Nevada. I say states, I meant counties. Maybe I say counties. I don't know. It doesn't matter. I'm saying counties now. A county in Nevada that legalized prostitution next to a county in Nevada that legalized gambling. The place, the adult casino, I guess you may call it, that's what we're talking about, was going to be on the county line. On the prostitution legalized legalized side, there's going to be a brothel. On the gambling side, there'd be a casino. There'd be a big hotel in the middle. Uh, entertainment, you know, all that bullshit they just talked about. Uh, gambling, all that, uh, you know, the sports book and all that bullshit. The name. Brace yourself. The name of the TV show and of the complex on the county line was going to be Paradise City. Paradise City, Nevada. And it's going to be a, like a weekly kind of like drama show. It's going to be kind of dark. I remember the first scene, if uh, memory serves, it was a long time ago, probably more than 15 years ago. The first scene was the owner, dude, like torturing some dude in the basement because he fucked him over for some reason. So it was that kind of show. It wasn't going to be like, an, like, a, like a CSI show where you just walk in on you know, a murder victim. You're going to see the hardcore shit. It's going to be more like Sopranos, basically. I think that's probably what I was inspired by. what was on back then. Anyway, that was my idea. The, the brothel casino on the county line. What's I mean, fucking money that would make? Prostitution on one side. Cross to the hotel. Casino on the other side. Fucking millions. Millions a day, bro. Millions a day. Unfortunately, I don't have the resources to, to build something like that. I'm a little short there as well. In any case, that's what it reminded me of. Now... Last but not least, before we get a break, the return. Uh a show that many of you, like I said, you've probably maybe seen it on reruns if you're young. But I was there. I was there. I had the the merch. I remember there was a uh little remote that did little sound effects, little different Beavis and Butthead sound effects.
1: Anyway, the return of Beavis and Butthead, bitch. Beavis and Butthead are making a comeback. Yep, you heard that right. The iconic animated show is returning with original creator Mike Judge. Comedy Central has signed an expansive deal with Mike to reimagine the classic MTV series as well as spin-offs and specials. The original series first burst onto the scene in 93, becoming a pop culture phenomenon, spawning video games and even a movie. The show followed two slacker couch potatoes and tackled a variety of Gen X topics through satirical comedy. Mike said in a statement, it seemed like the time was right to get stupid again. The new version of the show will put a modern twist on Beavis and Butthead's world. According to Comedy Central, it will be relatable to both new and old fans, Gen X parents and their Gen Z kids. Chris McCarthy, president of entertainment and youth group, said in a statement, Beavis and Butthead were a defining voice of a generation and we can't wait to watch as they navigate the treacherous waters of a world light years from their own. Mike's other works include comedy hits like Silicon Valley, King of the Hills, Office space and idiocracy. Judge is set to write, produce, and voice both characters in the new series.
3: There you go. The return of Beavis and Bitehead. Uh, I don't know if this was part of it. I found this also on YouTube. It's got a couple hundred thousand views on YouTube, but uh, seems related to this. It was obviously done by Mike Judge, so uh, here's Beavis and Butthead 2020. <laughs>
5: Gentlemen.
2: Uh, hey, baby. <laughs> <How
1: we going? laughs> It's been almost two decades since your show first aired on MTV. (laughs) MTV of old. (laughs) Yeah, really. (laughs) So,
4: since your show has aired, representation on television has been changing. How will your show plan to lift up the experiences of marginalized voices, for example, people of color or the LGBTQ plus community?
2: Uh,
4: uh, what was the question? The media landscape is changing and research shows Gen Z is demanding more from the content that they consume. So I'm trying to understand why you and why now?
6: I thought it was because we're stupid. <laughs> yeah, I'm not very smart.
3: Thank you.
1: <laughs> Thank you, drive through.
3: <laughs> <laughs> so there you go. Return of view is about it. I, for one, will be tuning in. And I'll uh, be doing a review on the show. It's definitely a stoner-friendly show. Will Be with some Boathead smoke weed? I don't know. This time around? That would be pretty dope of them. Huh? Hey, Any? Anybody? No? All right. There you go. Stoner Digital life Show <sighs> Live. Chapter... Four, verse 2. We're doing it live on July 29th, 2020. Make sure you check us out on SternJesus.net for audio shows, all the social media links, live links, live platforms. You can watch the show live on the website on the on the, one of the pages and it's just all kinds of shit. SternJesus.net. Sponsor banners as well. They support us. Go support them. We got the Cushy Dreams review and the Da Vinci IQ 2 review coming up. Also my interview with Robert Blunt, the world's Largest cannabis social media influencer. We talked about all kinds of stuff, including that, weed, where he is right now in Thailand. It's been uh, quite a while since he's been in the United States. Just all kinds of stuff. Great stories from his time in Thailand. All of that is coming up. The Sterner Jesus Show Live, chapter 4, verse 2. Thanks for checking out the show. You all are awesome. Spread the word about net We'll be back. Bitches. The
0: Stoner Jesus Show on cannabisradio.com.
3: Hello, my children. Stoner Jesus here to tell you about another awesome sponsor of the Stoner Jesus Show, Flower Power Packages. Check out Flowerpower Packages.com or simply check out their banner on Stoner Jesus.net. They offer wholesale marijuana packaging for dispensaries and growers in every state where cannabis is legally sold discover a variety of standard and child-resistant glass jars and bags for all your flower or edible needs you can also browse their large selection of bongs bubblers pipes rolling trays and you can get 10 percent off of your first order by simply signing up for their newsletter if you want to get personal you can even customize your rolling tray with whatever design of your choosing awesome bongs pipes and trays of course make awesome gifts so make sure you shop flower power packages anytime online whether it's morning noon or night if you spend $250 or more you receive free shipping flowerpowerpackages.com or simply check out that flower power packages banner on stonerjesus.net hello my children stoner jesus here to tell you about another sponsor of the stoner jesus show build your own tubes byotubes.com you can follow them at transformer tube on twitter transformer tubes are a family of modular components with many options available for you to customize your pipe welcome to the world of build a bong that's right you heard me correctly get different pieces to build your own customized durable pipe tubes. Com. Build your own. Check out all the different categories they have, different setups, accessories, gift cards, and more. BYOTubes.com, a proud sponsor of the Stoner Jesus Show, at TransformerTube on Twitter. Go check them out. Follow them. See what you can build. BYOTubes.com. Hello my children, Stoner Jesus here to tell you about another awesome sponsor of the show, Da Vinci Vaporizers. Make sure you check out the Da Vinci banner, stonerjesus.net, or go to davincivaporizer.com. Either way, make sure you use the code JESUS10 to get 10% off. That's the word Jesus and the number 10 all together. Da Vinci, you know Da Vinci, they make devices that are portable, sleek, discreet, and clean. You know when it comes to vaping, you want to keep it safe and pure. So Da Vinci makes devices that seals your vapor inside an all-zirconia glass-lined vapor pathway, which means it never touches any metals or plastics. So you know the only thing you're inhaling is your herb or oils. The only thing your weed's going to touch is the ceramic oven, a glass vapor path, and your body. That's it. I've been using the IQ, 2 and i got to tell you, I'm a huge fan. The precise temperature control and the adjustable airflow ring. You're able to completely customize it to vape exactly the way I like it anytime you can, too. It's portable, discreet, And as I said, it's 10% off for all my listeners. Use JESUS10 for the code at checkout. The word JESUS, the number 10, all together. Click the DaVinci banner at stonerjesus.net or simply go to davincivaporizer.com and use the code JESUS10 to get your 10% off.
4: Ignite the conversation on some trending topics along the Cannabis Radio social media network. Join our crew of thousands on our Cannabis Radio page on Facebook or at Canna Radio, C-A-N-N-A, radio on Twitter.
1: The business of cannabis should be no crime. Hemp Inc. is even hot-proofed by the man who run high times. Oh, yeah. Get it on Android and I and iOS today. Marijuana Llama out. Got to tend to me on crops, you know. Money don't make itself. Hemp Inc.
0: Get informed, get inspired, and get connected. On NCIA's Cannabis Industry Voice. Mondays on Demand. Only on CannabisRadio.com. Paris of all speaks to patients, advocates and professionals to keep you informed on all the latest trends and advancements in the medical cannabis industry on Alternative Talk presented by alternativevibes.com Tuesdays on demand only on cannabisradio.com The following cannabisradio.com program contains explicit language and content that can be considered graphic and offensive.
3: Uh, there we go welcome everybody stoner jesus from the stoner jesus show stoner jesus.net as we can find all the episodes also our sponsor vendors. it's time for a stoner jesus show review of cushy dreams cushy dreams see it right there pre-roll cushydreams.com hold on having headphone trouble there we go feel uncomfortable if i can't help my, hear myself in the uh the headphones cushydreams.com, a brand new sponsor of the Stern Jesus Show, and uh, sternjesus.net. As of this recording, we don't have their banner up yet at sternjesus.net, but it will be. We're still getting a banner and do the commercial for them, the audio commercial. But I got the stuff from them in the mail today, so I figured, well, go ahead and do a review. Uh, they have many different, well, a couple different products, or different in different strains, if you will. Uh, they come in either three and a half gram tens or in the pre-rolls they have five packs coming soon this is the pre-roll as I said the dream pre-roll the cushy pre-roll uh, you check out their website cushydreams.com as you can see right there you see what they have as I said the five-pack pre-rolls are coming soon you see the different kinds there the dream uh, the hustle the create I got a 10 of the hustle I believe I tried some of that earlier it's pretty good very relaxing <coughs> excuse me man get a drink there rough start rough start The first time i tried to record this my microphone was screwed up and now i'm having this problem with my uh with my 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 vocal cords, my bread and butter if you will follow dreams cushy on twitter and again their banner will be up at starinjesus.net as are the banners of all of our sponsors they support us to so go support them This show would not be possible. The Starring Jesus show would not be possible without our sponsors. We've had a sponsor every ever since we started StarringJesus.net in February of 2011, when it was just a podcast, a recorded podcast. Now it is a live, full-fledged video show with graphics. Very awesome. CushyDreams.com, as I said, one of our sponsors. Man, I don't know. The problem is, I haven't started smoking anything yet. We'll see how this does for my throat. That'd be good for the review. Pre-roll. As you can see there, again, cushydreams.com CBD flower is what they specialize in. I know that there has been some controversy in some states over CBD flower inexplicably. I mean, I don't know what was so controversial about being able to smoke CBD flower. We've seen in medical marijuana states as well where some where smoking of medical marijuana uh, the THC version has been outlawed or banned or restricted or. Whatever. I know in North Carolina they're having a debate on CBD flower for a long time. I've, if I remember correctly, and you have to double check me on this, I haven't been as up to date on marijuana news as I would like to be during the whole the whole uh, COVID-19 thing. But I believe that last I heard it was resolved in favor of CBD flower. Again, why CBD flower would be banned, why any kind of CBD would be banned in any form whatsoever is bizarre to me in any case let's uh check out this pre-roll and uh do the do the review man i know a lot of people do reviews they they edit the videos and they they do you know all the different things with it and they cut in and out and in different locations and all that and that's great that's not what i do i stream even this is being recorded i'm not going to edit it at all i stream now there's a couple reasons for that one and i cannot stress this enough it's less work less time I spend editing and all of that, the more time I can do producing content and finding things to talk about and writing and creating bits and segments and stuff like that. Uh, also, I just think that, you know, all the little rough parts, the rough patches, you know, the clearing in my throat, all that stuff, I think it's endearing. I think it adds character to what I'm doing. That may be just something I tell myself because of, you know, the first part, I just want to do less work and I'm coming up with any kind of justification for that. But I don't think that's it. I put an incredible amount of work in this show. You may think it's just a dumb show. And on many levels, you're right. But I still put a lot of work into it. <laughs> Cushydreams.com. Dreams Cushy on Twitter. Let's check us out. I'm not a big joint person. But it's easier in a lot of ways, as you know. Especially for something like this. Sitting here packing a bowl and, and stuff with flour. This is easier to try the pre-roll for the review. Taste, it's about what you can expect. I mean, it's not awful. But it's not, <clears throat> you know, it's not strawberry ice cream. It's an herb. It's, it's a plant. Growing out of the ground, you, sm- you feel like you're smoking a plant. It's burning rather well, so it's rolled well. That's good. Even with these cones, I've rolled cones before. I can't roll at all with papers or blunt wraps or any of that. I suck at all that. And even with cones, I'm not exactly an expert. I know you're saying, well, how can you, you know, screw up a cone? Well... I played the fifth. This is well rolled. It's burning well. And again, from what I tried earlier, and I'm sure this will be much the same. How much same? What you expect from CBD? Is relaxing. It's uh, you know, that's what I'm looking for. The inflammation stuff. I have a lot of stomach problems. It helps with that as well. It did earlier, at least. We'll see if it does here. I have uh, the uh lab results that they sent me along with the stuff. I'll show you the stickers first. These are pretty cool. Smoker C B D, hashtag CushyDreams, CushyDreams.com, smoke C B D. Have you ingest your C B D. And it's a lot of trial and error. Whether gummies work or you have muscle problems, you need you try topicals or whatever. You want you want flour. It doesn't matter. What matters is you find the dosing and the and the ingestion method and all that stuff that helps you. I know a lot of people will say, Well, I've tried C B D and it doesn't help, and that's fair enough. It's not gonna help everybody. Also, a lot of those people didn't try it long enough. They didn't find the right ingestion method. They didn't right find the right, um, the right uh, dosing things of that ma- nature. I will say this, and this is uh, this cushy dreams certificate of analysis from Coastal Analytical. If CBD that you buy, whether it's in a store, and, and that goes for CBD, you'll find it in gas stations or anywhere else, head shops anywhere, if the CBD that you buy in a store or online and doesn't have third-party testing results on their website, you have to wonder what they're hiding. Seriously. You have to wonder what, you have to wonder why they didn't go that step when everybody else with a CBD product that's worth anything at all has gone that extra step. The stays burning. That's good. I was worried with all my jabbering that it would go out, but it's still burning. That's good. Now, all of these numbers I'm not a scientist I have no idea what they mean but if you out there are more well versed in these things than I am maybe you know what they mean uh, CBDV is 0.06% CBD cannabidiol 2.91% so almost 3% CBD I don't know if that's good or not I'll be clearly honest with you you know I'm not here to uh, you know blow smoke up your ass get it it's a pun it's what us in the professional broadcasting business call a pun uh, <laughs> cbda is uh 8.66 percent cbga is 0.28 percent again i have no idea what these numbers mean i do know what this means thc delta-9 tetrahydrocannabinol or cannabidiol or cannab- cannab- cannabinol tetrahydrocannabinol cannabinol this is not getting me high as remember, there's no thc is the point i'm trying to make as i continuously mispronounce the name thc is 0.2 percent of course the 0.3 percent is an arbitrary number that state governments, local governments, and the federal government are going to come up with and say that it needs to be, a lot of people in the hemp community and the CBD community will tell you, maybe a little bit higher. Um, if you're using stuff for like hemp fabric and stuff, it doesn't matter what the THC content is because it's not going to make it to you know. My friend Beach from Hemptation says, you're not going to be smoked pants get high. No matter how much THC the original hemp plant had, it doesn't matter. With CBD, there's some people, you know, obviously for some, a lot of reasons. Whoops, cherry fell off. Wasn't paying attention. That was my bed. I won't blame that on the pre-roll. I should have been flicking it in the ashtray, <laughs> but I didn't. Hold on, stand by. <sighs> Making a mess. I've made a mess again. That's human. That's that's user error. That's operator error. <laughs> that's not the fault of cushy dreams. So you go. That's basically it. Third-party testing when you have CBD. You're looking for CBD flower. I don't know why you would go with anybody else. Are an awesome sponsor. They're definitely going the uh, social media route. I noticed they've sponsored a uh, great series on Gas Digital Network, uh, comedian Louis J. Gomez, Legion of Skanks, which is an awesome podcast. By the way, it's one of my favorites of all time. Which is how I found cushy Dreams, was through their association with Legion of Skanks, and uh, I, there you go go check them out. Check out their banner once on SternJesus.net. I'm gonna put this out. I don't want to smoke the whole thing. That's a lot. It's a lot. I don't think I need it. I feel pretty good, I'm relaxed. My stomach feels good. You know, I've always suspected, and the more I use CBD and try CBD, the more I realize that it's true. That it's the CBD part of marijuana that would help my stomach. Obviously, the THC helps with you know my anxiety and depression and stuff like that. It helps me, you know, it gives me the high feeling and all that stuff. And CBD, I'm sure, contributes a lot of that too when it comes to uh, the reduction of the anxiety and the depression, or at least the feeling of the stressful feelings and the, the relaxation and all that. I think the CBD is what helps the inflammation in my stomach, which allows me to eat, digest, all that stuff. It's, uh, it's good stuff. I don't know what else I'm going to say. Take one more hit. I'm going to put this out. Train more later. I'll need to smoke the whole thing. For what? For what? It's done what it needs to do. I've done my review. You'll hear their commercials, the Cushy Dream commercials on Jesus.net and the and Jesus show awesome response we got the reviews coming up all kinds of other stuff standardjesus.net of course follow me on Twitter at standardjesus420 to find all information on the show updates everything I put on Twitter because that's where obviously most of our people are we got a lot of people on Facebook and play some other social media outlets but Twitter is really the bread and butter if you will of uh, what, uh, what we got going on when it comes to social media and such. Thank you to CushyDreams.com. Make sure you go check them out. Dreams Cushy on Twitter. CBD Flower. Pre-Rolls. An awesome new sponsor of the Stoner Jesus Show. Check them out. Welcome everyone. Stoner Jesus here from the Stoner Jesus Show at StonerJesus.net. Find all information on the show at StonerJesus.net dot net right now we're doing a strategy to show review as my uh headphones go out again Same thing happened in the last review that's very annoying <laughs> always a rough start <laughs> it doesn't matter as i said in the uh cushy dreams review and i've said in a lot of other reviews i stream i'm recording i'm streaming i'm not editing it all adds character to what i'm doing it sets me apart if you will from the other glossier Hosts, you know I I got my own special thing going here. so I'm sure many people can attest to, this Stoner Jesus show review is the Da Vinci IQ2. The Da Vinci uh, Da Vinci Vaporizers has become a sponsor of the Stoner Jesus show. Check out their banner on StonerJesus.net. If I never pull punches with reviews, even if they're sponsors, and most of them are sponsors. It doesn't matter. I'm here to give you. A solid review. I'm not gonna go into the ins and outs of all this and all the accessories and everything. There's just a ton of crap. You can click their banner at add or go to DaVinci Vaporizers, DaVinciVaporizer.com. You see, right here, is the uh, DaVinci IQ2. A lot of stuff, just uh, the specs, the you know, the battery, all that stuff. Uh, works with dry herbs and extracts. I'm not a big wax guy. It's hard for me. It's been hard for me over the years to find. A good vaporizer, <clears throat> excuse me, that works for flower and herb. Um, Ten-year warranty, uh, clean all ceramic vapor path, adjustable airflow on-device dosage. So, um, Da Vinci, of course, out in Nevada. The IQ2. I had a Da Vinci vaporizer. They sent me for review, maybe five years ago at this point. I forget the name of it. It's a black one. It's like their originals. They have, they have a picture of it on their website. It's like in the background. as like one of the original models. It's one of the few flower vaporizers I found was durable and worked well. You know, I had to take out the, the glass thing and clean it every now and then, but other than that I can probably still, if I can find it, it probably still works. I just don't use portable vaporizers, which is re- really what this is good for. I mean, you can use it at home if you want to. But for those people who don't want to carry a bunch of crap on the road, you can fill up the, 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 the uh, little chamber thing, and, which I'll show you in a second. And take it on the go, uh, depending, of course, on the laws and what kind of uh, herb you are using. Here is the inside part of the Da Vinci. If you're listening to this later on the Stone, and Jesus Show on audio, you're, when I say look at things, you're not really looking at them. So that's okay. And it uh, opens up. As you can see, I guess it uh, feels even magnetized. I guess it is. That's pretty cool. So it's closed. You see, you got your little accessories down here, the charger and stuff, is behind the actual unit, which I will now remove. I did use this earlier. I got it yesterday. I've only used it once. I use it again here for a second time. Well, maybe. I'll pull this out. We'll pull this out first. Pull out the little tray. And there's all kinds of stuff in here. There's a quick start guide, which uh, I'll actually, I'll start with that. It does have start in the title, the IQ2. Quick start. There's uh, also little tools, uh, a little silicone uh, dab thing if you need that. A chamber for dabs. Um, there's also um, a lot of alcohol wipes and such. You can get a product registration. The quick start guide has a lot of the basics and tells you about some of the special features um you can press and hold the control button to activate boost mode you can go up to four hundred and thirty degrees fahrenheit um there's four different settings you can put it on you can adjust the airflow there's also stealth mode uh because there's lights that light up on it uh, you can dim the LED display if you don't want to you know advertise what you're doing saying it's nighttime and you're out and you're on you're on the go and um if you don't like the, the the four different settings, there's a way to make it more precise for those of you who need precise temperatures or have some superstitious reason for uh using a certain number. Whatever it is, it doesn't matter. You know, it's your thing. Once you buy it, you can do whatever you want with it. Use a paperweight as you want if you want. <laughs> I wouldn't recommend it. It's a bit pricey for a paperweight, but like I said, whatever. And you get the cool box and all that stuff. Here is the unit itself. These are the LED lights. Charger port. There's the side. Hit this button five times to get it going. It's the up and down for the temperature, uh, which will light up an LED display here, uh, top to bottom. And up top is where the battery is and the pathway, the the, uh, the glass pathway for the vapor. The bottom is the chamber. You see right here it has a little knob. goes in but the chamber right there for your dry herb it still has the dry herb from earlier which uh yeah it's pretty much toast the chamber itself I mean I guess and again the reason it's hard for flour especially is the chamber I mean it's not gonna fit a ton so depending on how much you need the smoke or whatever on the go it's pretty deep though I don't know if you can see, maybe. Let me get a feel for it. I don't know how good your depth perception is on the video. In any case, put that there. So, put more dry herb in it and we'll try it out. It's only my second time using it. It's got a little, uh the part next to the hole kind of like one of the, the hard parts about getting the flower into the the other one I had was it just it would st- stick around the sides you had to keep trying to push it and get a little toothpick and try to get it in there this has kind of like a smooth metal side uh, or part next to it where you can like uh, kind of facilitate the flower flow some of the little parts still get stuck up in the the, the ledge around there that's enough it's not be an hour-long episode so you get the chamber Close that little airflow thing on the bottom. You can maximize airflow or minimize, if you will. That's max right there. That's what I had on earlier. Just hit the button uh, five times, gives you a little vibration. Lights start going off. You can set it on one of the four settings. Um, for me, I mean, it, the highest one is fine. I mean, I don't. That works well. I don't have any special affinity for any certain number, any precision mode for. Uh, but you can, if that's your thing. Here in my mouth, and it will vibrate when it gets to the right temperature. Hit the side button, uh, the the power button. See up up to the 270s. You can kind of see I don't know how well you can see it here, like that. And there's the, uh, whoops. See the temperature going up so as i said there's other <clears throat> modes and settings and it gets rather warm i mean you're sitting your something this size you're heating up to 400 around 400 degrees it's going to get warm it's not going to burn you i would recommend it does take a little while to cool down after use so i wouldn't just shove it in your pocket you will feel that <laughs> especially if you've uh been partaking of some some particularly good herbs you will may think that uh i don't know someone's doing something in your pocket i'm gonna go a little vibrate be very warm on your pocket now it's ready to go the airflow is turned to max mouthpiece up at the top uh and you just inhale i know i'm not gonna do i'm not gonna describe that for you can inhale you can do that much There's a little thing on here that uh, shows you. I'll try to use it here. Shows you about how much... It goes up as you inhale. I don't know how well I can get it on camera. Let's try. It's not bad. It's not big, thick clouds. It's the same taste that uh, I remember from the other one. The, uh, The vaporized herb taste and you see how incredibly small it is. I mean admittedly I have bigger than average hands. I'm a bigger than average person. <clears throat> Excuse me, but uh you know it's really small. I mean it's much smaller than say, you know, cell phone for comparison. This is just an little Samsung. You see the it's much smaller than that. So we'll do one more. As far as durability I can't speak to that but if, if it's anything like their other products it's going to last a long time. There you go. Hit it five times. Turn it back off. Like I said, let it cool down. You know, there's a... It is warm. But it's not, you know, it's not hot. I'm putting this to my side of my face. It's not going to burn you, obviously. That would be a bad... It'd be a rather bad business model. You would see that on Twitter. The uh, plethora of complaints about being burned, but it doesn't. And Again, for having 400 degrees heating up a ceramic piece inside something this size, <clears throat> for it to contain the um, the heat the way it does, was obviously it necessarily has to. But it's really it's incredible. Da Vinci IQ2, Da Vinci Vaporizer. dot com the Da Vinci vapor, uh, Vaporizer banner. Mr. Jesus. dot net go check it out the newest generation of davinci i didn't show you the uh the specs yet i'm i'm as left without showing you more about the product there it is davinci i2 IQ, iq2 vaporizer uh comes with the um the bubbler adapter the the docious pod organic cottons uh ceramic extract tab of course the charging um cable pick tool and of course it uh, has a lot of alcohol wipes as well for cleaning out various parts and being sanitary as well and clean the the mouth uh, piece as well if you're sharing with people there it is the da vinci iq2 i would recommend it especially for someone who, who's on the go and needs something on the go to to medicate or for whatever reason check out the da vinci iq2 vaporizer davinci a proud sponsor of the standard jesus show thank you to davinci they're awesome thanks to all of you for checking out the review go to for all information on the show sponsor banners they support us please go support them social media links all that stuff standardjesus.net thanks for checking out the davinci iq2 review as always
0: peace bitches The Stoner Jesus Show on CannabisRadio.com.
3: The Stoner Jesus Show is brought to you in part by Hemptations.com and PlanetEverywhere.com. They got a lot of awesome stuff for you to check out. But don't just take my word for it. Let Beach, the owner of Hemptations, tell you all about it.
5: It's a very large selection of hemp goods, everything from reusable coffee filters to frisbees, bandanas, everything planted everywhere on the site is made in Cincinnati, Ohio, made locally. We also have other retail products from our cosmetics. earthly body product bags on the retail site you know again uh, anybody local in Cincinnati can go to Hemptations.com and get the info on the stores planet everywhere is our .com is our retail site you can hit me up on Hemptation Beach or like my Facebook page Hemptations or Hemptations 2 I'm on Twitter Google <laughs> I'm on the internet everywhere just like everyone um, you know we love to hear from people all over the world positive things about industrial hemp that's what I do that's what we do our selection of industrial hemp on the planet in the stores. And I'd like to grow that inventory to be able to say that I haven't actually checked out all the other hemp retail spots to see if we have the largest amount on our planet everywhere, but uh, it's a, it's a fair, it's a fair selection.
3: And as Beach always says,
5: having temptations.
3: Hello my children, stoner Jesus here. Hey, are you looking for CBD products? Well look no further. Then CBD oil solutions. Click their banner on stonerjesus.net. They are your one-stop online hemp CBD marketplace. Their CBD oil products include CBD vape oil, tinctures, capsules, isolate, topicals, and more. You can get free shipping on all domestic USA orders. They also have edibles, they have beauty products, and more. They bring you the best brands and the best CBD oil products on the market today, all in one place. Check them out. Click the CBD Oil Solutions banner on stonerjesus.net. They are a proud new sponsor of the show. Like I said, take your time. Go through all the the products on the website. There's just too many to name here. CBD Oil Solutions. Click their banner on stonerjesus.net. Hello, my children. Stoner Jesus here to say welcome back to one of the original Stoner Jesus Show sponsors Vapor Brothers. Check them out at VaporBrothers.com or click that Vapor Brothers banner at StonerJesus.net. They are the inventor of the original Vapor Box since 1999. You can check those out. They come in all kinds of cool artistic designs. They also have vaporizer parts, pens, glassware, shredders, and more. Check it all out at VaporBrothers.com. They have the original Whip vaporizer. They got stuff from Santa Cruz, Magic Flight, Scientific Inhalations, and more shop at all at vaporbrothers.com and also find essential herbs and oil blends and more vaporbrothers.com and click that vapor brothers banner on stonerjesus.net to check out all that they have to offer thank you One of the original stoner jesus show sponsors now returned vapor brothers Click that vapor brothers banner at stonerjesus.net
4: Candid. I want to give you the inside story. Captivating. I want to introduce you to my kind and amazingly talented friends. Compelling. We get to meet some of the most amazing cannabis activists and warriors around. Listen in as medical marijuana pioneer Dr. Dina shares never-before-heard stories. Chats with Cannabis Insiders and celebrity friends and provides invaluable perspective and insight into one of the fastest growing industries in the world. I want to share with you what was once confidential information. Let's expose the truth, discuss the issues, and learn the facts. Cannabis Confidential, only on CannabisRadio.com.
3: The Tommy
4: Chong Show on Cannabis Radio. You got me running, you got me hiding Run, hide, and hide, run any anyway you won't let it roll Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah
4: You got me doing what you want me, baby you
1: what you want me to do?
4: Shut up and do a podcast, as what I want you to do. Oh, that sounds like a good idea.
0: The Tommy Chung Podcast, only on CannabisRadio.com. Now available for pre-order through crowdfunding for just $14 plus $10 shipping. Pouches, premium mixing and rolling pouches allow you to carry and prepare your herbs for consumption with discretion and ease.
3: Welcome back, everybody. The Stoner Jesus Show on the video chat. We have an old friend of the show, one of the original guests on the show. we we'll way back with this guy, Robert Blunt. Robert, welcome back to the show, man.
0: What's up, buddy? It's
3: great to be on. It's great to have you back. Uh, I, if my I, memory serves me correctly, and sometimes it doesn't anymore, quite often, in fact. Uh, the first time you were on the show, you called in from somewhere... In Holland, I want to say Rotterdam or close to Rotterdam or on your way to Rotterdam or something like that. You're with Master Bong, and you guys are doing Bong rips. <laughs> a kitty. You're doing Sativa. Bong rips. Sativa uh, wants
6: to be part of the show too. So I'm sorry. This is, this is a chat. <laughs> yeah, I was doing. Um, I was doing a call with with Master Bong from Rotterdam. I was staying there with my friends with uh, Apollyon Head Shop. And it was really cool because i was living above a head shop for six months in their attic there and it was a really really cool experience
3: yeah it's been uh god i guess it's been eight years now it's been a really long time it's incredible uh how fast things go and how fast time goes uh you can people wow, can see I guess, eight
6: years no way
1: <laughs> it has to be something like that <laughs> i remember
3: awesome. we did a um a thanksgiving call i think it was you and master bong and uh, and like the guy from Kentucky Weed Radio, Michael, and I don't know if Tommy from Marijuana Heroes is on there or not. I can't remember, but it was like the basic premise was, "Can you make a bong out of a turkey?" And we were discussing that and uh, that idea right
6: I imagine <laughs> anyway. now that I think about it, it's one of those things where if you're going to have a smoked turkey, you need to have this conversation anyway. If you're a stoner and turkey,
3: absolutely. So uh, for people who don't know, you've been uh, away from the U.S. for quite a while. Uh, When's the last time you were in the U.S.?
6: Let's see. When was the last time? It was on my way back from Peru. I stopped off in Los Angeles a few days um, to visit Dr. Dina and a couple other people there. Just a few days, and then I... um, I jumped back out here. I went to Peru for six months in keep which is like the gateway to the Amazon. And, um, and basically, you know, that was really cool. I was there for six months. There was a lot of intrigue. And uh, it was a really strange chapter in my life. Of course, Peru just changed their cannabis laws. Um, and they're opening it up for people out there. But we were kind of investigating. Uh, we had a friend out there who wanted to start a fruit processing business. So... I, after I was there for six months, I decided to come back out here to Thailand, and so I only stayed in the States for just a few days. I smuggled some seeds, um, some camu camu seeds, which is crazy fruit. <laughs> I put them like in this trail mix because you're not supposed to have seeds with you when you travel across across borders. So I made this like this little beat up looking bag of trail mix, and I put it on the outside pocket of my backpack, and I had these seeds, fruit seeds in there. Um, so I made them through the whole journey um, but at that point, yeah, it was just a quick stop-off, you know, like I, I hadn't spent much time in the States I was planning on going this year I was gonna stop off in in, in Los Angeles uh, in Las Vegas and then eventually Detroit and um, We hit we just started a, a exciting project out in Detroit that I'm gonna be telling people more about as it, gets, as it comes along um, But of course those plans uh, like many other plans <laughs> you know, so stuck like Chuck out here.
3: Shot the hell. Um, as far as like COVID and, and Corona and all that, how is that over there? Is that something that affects you? Because obviously people in the United States, it's uh, it dominates just about every aspect of our lives. But how are things there with it?
6: Well, here, you know, it's, it's an ever-present part of our lives as well. Um, the Thai government has been one of those governments that have stood out as far as their response to COVID. Um, you know, they've really kept the infections down quite a bit. Um, you know, now when we hear about new infections out here, it's usually people arriving from other places, uh, Thai citizens who are staying abroad, like in India or Sri Lanka or, um, other countries. And then what they do is they quarantine those people. So there hasn't been much of any activity as far as recently, um, with the virus here, that just ended our curfew. Um, we have some parties starting again. The island I live out on now is uh, a notorious rave party island, um, and you know, for a few months there, it was like everybody's just like quarantined and they're all doing their drugs in their house and just like a little, <laughs> little wigged out. And you know, private parties getting busted. And you know, there was these Russian people who had a big private party, and the police came in there and got them. And uh, so you know, now now that it's opening up, everybody's out there doing benders again. And um, not myself included, I've been disciplined, I've had to, uh, I've had to manage a few things. You know, we've seen some really cool development uh, with our family of companies, uh, even throughout the crisis. So I've been responsible, I've been focused, I've only been to like two or three parties. Um, but, but it's starting to feel a little more normal here. They're keeping the borders closed to, uh, to most tourists. But like medical tourists are allowed because a lot of people come out to Thailand to get procedures done, where those procedures would have done been more expensive in other places. Um, and uh, if you have a business out here, then uh, they're going to allow people to stay out here. Like one example is my company formed a branch out here so that I can stay here with a work visa. So um, it's just been yeah an adjustment, and I miss everybody back home, and and I keep trying to. Keep here but I realized that we're just gonna have to sit back and wait a little while and and um, and just see how this whole thing goes how's it how's it going on off over there
3: uh, It's pretty crazy here I luckily live in an area where it's pretty low level as far as cases and stuff like that goes I wear a mask everywhere I have been for almost four months now and uh, I just hope for the best but you know I got to get out get supplies you know get things done keep hustling with yeah, show yeah and other stuff and keep moving forward it's definitely yeah. not a bad time to be out of the country uh, i would say <laughs> it's a lot of weird shit
6: well i think it's, i hate to think of it that way you know <laughs> but <laughs> it's like
3: woo, yeah. <laughs> yeah man yeah things have been pretty crazy here the last few years as, as a matter of fact but uh they got extra crazy this year that's for sure um, where yeah. you are, and obviously yeah. not without getting into any like you know big specifics or whatever. How hard is it to get stuff like cannabis and other uh, fun substances, if you will?
6: Well, when it comes to cannabis, um, things have been really fluid out here. When I first came out here, it was really difficult to find anything other than smuggled brickweed um, that <laughs> comes from like Cambodia or Laos. And um, some brave smugglers would bring in from time to time, and then Russian mafia uh, guys who are out here would definitely usually have some nice supply for themselves. Everybody was always telling me, oh, the Russians got it, the Russians got it. And I'm like, yeah, they're really scary, though, so I'm probably not going to try to get any. <laughs> I actually ended up making friends with some Russian gangsters, and, and they're actually pretty heartfelt people, but... The the one thing is if they ever if you're ever with one of them at a party and they're like, you know, hey, you know, I was thinking, you know, I'm gonna do a drop off and I can use a buddy. You want to help me with this? that's where you have to say no. <laughs> but you know, <laughs> Igor, I really like your personality, you know. But uh, business, I just don't think business and friendships gonna work here. You know, it's not like your friend's a pool cleaner or something like that. You're you're worried about getting chlorine splashed on you. You're Like, you know, you're worried. You know, who knows where this is going to go? I remember one of my buddies would show up with bike every week or so, and then be gone, and then he'd have a new bike. And we just were like, I was I asked my friends, I like, why does why does Igor always have a different bike? Like, what's up with that? And my friend was like, Well, do you really, really want? I was like, I think I'll just not ask anymore. And <laughs> yeah, just leave it at that. But, you know, this island is actually being the nature of a party island and and a place where a lot of people come out to learn music and and just music. They can get into the rave scene. Um, You know, there's a a very gratuitous abundance of substances of many sorts. Um, You know, this was actually this island. Before I came here, I never tried stuff like LSD or ketamine. Or anything like that, um, and then when I came out here, I noticed that this stuff is everywhere. Like I had my first real acid trip out here. Um, you know, in the states, I had had mushrooms. Um, I had had mescaline. One time, I had a chocolate bar that was mixed with mescaline and mushrooms together, and it was um, a really, really pleasant trip. It was one of one of the best trips I've had, in fact. Um, and then when I came out here, I was like, I asked my buddy, I was like, hey, so. You know, I was, I heard there's a party and I just wanted to know if I could get my hands on some. and, and I couldn't even finish my sentence. And he was like, yeah, of course you can. And I was like, well, yeah, finish. <laughs> trust me, bro. You know, like there was one time I was at a party and they ran out of coconuts and they ran out of water and I was trying to hydrate. I was like, okay, I've been dancing. Stuff's been, you know, pretty intense. Let's get some hydration. Let's, let's follow our teas and got our eyes. And uh, yeah, sorry, I don't have any water. Some guy comes up behind me. He's like, "Hey, bro, you want some acid?" And I'm like, "Man, you know, like uh, if that was one of the essential building blocks of life, yeah, you know." But, but at the current moment, uh, that's not necessarily something. So yeah, it's an interesting culture, and you know, while, you know, a lot of these things are illegal, um, there's a lot of cat and mouse out here. There's a lot of um, intrigue because sometimes somebody will buy something and. The, the dealer is related, like his brother's a cop or something like that um, and then like somebody will get said person will get busted and then that'll go right back to the cop or the cops will give it right back to the cousin or the brother or whatever will go right back out selling it and stuff. So while people do find themselves in the place where they can start to explore and really feel these things out and I do feel like that's the way it is out here. It's a place that allows people to really, I hate to say find themselves but lose their cells and find themselves in that in that chaos maybe um you know there's always a bit of danger on the other side i've seen i've lost a few friends out here i've heard a few weird stories and um you know i i, I actually the first month the first year i lived out here i was working as a body paint model and dancer for a uh, a festival called jungle experience and jungle experience is owned by uh a, a family that's Regarded as Thai mafia, um, you know the island is very uh, old social dynamic with these families. They are, they were fishing families and coconut farmers. And as the tourist industry became something here, they all kind of converted over to handling what you know the the ebbs and flows of tourism, the p's and q's of tourism, which include parties and substances and weird things. Um, and that was interesting. We had a meeting one day like a uh, suggestions meeting. Our boss at the festival was like, hey, guys, come by. We'll talk a little bit. You guys give me some ideas and, you know, about what you're thinking and what your creativity is. And we're like, hey, this is exciting. He says, you know, whatever. So we're all talking. And he's like, you know, guys, uh, he gets into a few rants. And then at one point he's like, you know, guys, uh, I'm not uh, not the kind of guy to put a gun to something. But his head, you know, I, I want you guys to be happy. And this and that. And somebody leans over to me and, and says in my ear, like, you literally put it down to somebody's. Head. And I'm like, okay, <laughs> cool. All right. <laughs> and, you know, so like, it's a different place. Things move really fast out here. You know, I always tell people a day is like a week, a week is like a month, and a month is like. Um, and, you know, there's, I would have to say that probably in a sense of, of consumption in general terms. I've exceeded several, I've uh, probably like five to one to the state. It's not, bad. it's probably like 10 to one to the state. It's like, you know, like a one month period of time and say, this is how many, how much substances was consumed in a one period of month period of time. It would be like 10 months in the United States. Um, and that's wow. on a slow month. I think. <laughs> <laughs> So, so yeah, lately it's, it's calmed down though. Yeah. It's not quite as, as, as uh, intense.
3: Wow. It's, uh, it's definitely incredible. Um, you uh, you build yourself on your your Facebook page as the world's top cannabis social media influencer. I put it on the graphic for the full screen. When we're talking about social media, all the pages, the Facebook, the Instagram, all that. What kind of numbers are we talking about here?
6: Right now, the it's a it's a weird thing. I talked to some of my artists and my musicians because um, i promoted a. release by a good friend of mine and a musician yesterday um, across the pages. He released a track called Dukes of Dopamine, which I would highly recommend. I'll pay for it if anybody wants to jam out. Um, And it's a bit of progressive tech. Um, And I was talking to him the other day. I was like, hey, let me share the link to your song. See if I can get you to get a couple of people, extra people to buy your song and support what you're doing. And you know, he was like, yeah, that's really awesome. And I was like, well, you know, I, sh- I don't know how many people are going to do it. You know, so go, but I don't know how many people are going to buy, click, whatever. And I told him, I was like, you know, where you guys, artists, musicians, even as yourself, as somebody who does a show consistently, you guys have what's called a core following. And I have a cloud following. So while I have some pages and stuff for Robert Blunt and for brands that are closer to me, most of my audience is a cloud audience where um these are people who follow brands that I control, own, or manage. And um and so they're let a core audience is very loyal. Like if if one of you guys says, hey, I need you to spend a dollar on this song, or I need you to spend a dollar on this weed sticker, or I need you to go and vote for it, or or like and share. These people, a a pretty good percentage of them is going to do that, whereas a cloud audience, I pop up on the pages and maybe like 20% of these people know really who I am. Uh, And then 20% of that 20% isn't too lazy to do action if I do it. So um, I'm working to build that core audience. Uh, It just takes a lot. The cloud audience basically is about 40 million followers across, I think, Nine five pages or something like that so um and we've been working on expanding we're doing an expansion program right now we've released a few new brands like uh stoned alone and high together and uh, lit mafia lit ministry um in hopes to kind of really start to branch out and show different uh, aspirations and interests and activities that we have as a, a family of brands while I do claim to be the, the top social media influencer in the cannabis industry. I wouldn't be here and I wouldn't be using a platform that I have without the, the close collaboration sign like our buddies in uh, Headshot, uh, Drug Possession Laws, and um, some other really great ones. Uh, recently, we started working with Chief Greenbutt, who's been really an outstanding guy he's um, super Absolutely. excited about promoting some of his music and trying to get some I want to get a collaboration with him I have a friend out here who does rap uh, he's, he's a pretty good rapper actually and I was thinking it would be really cool to have a rap country crossover uh, song about cannabis uh, so I was going to tease that to Chief Greenbug when when we have a chat again and, but yeah you know like it, we're growing so Last month, we grew by about 80,000 followers, and we're trying to get up there and, and get more of an audience because we have some social causes, like cannabis for the environment and terraforming with hemp um, and water management, some things that we really feel like, you know, they all come together. They're not all cannabis-specific, like some of the environmental restoration projects that we want to promote aren't specifically. And then we get into dip into a little bit of political stuff, but it's usually mostly like do you- Open source, uh, you know, don't fight the government, just feed each other, grow, uh, you know, share ideas and, and work as a community. Uh, and these things really press me. It's not really so much the cannabis message in itself as an idea of promoting community and synergy um, in this really interesting age that we live in. So for me, it's like 40 million is great. But we'd really like to get to 50, 60, 70 so that we can really start to get more involvement as we put these things out. Um, So, yeah, that's that's where it stands now. Uh, I took a three-year, almost four-year hiatus from the industry when I arrived to this island by surprise um, and just slid into the party fucking tumbling. of it, a tumble dryer like I tripped and fell into a tr- tumble dryer and the door shut behind me and I just went, <laughs> for like three and a half four years and then at some point I talked to Tommy with Marijuana Heroes I talked to a few other buddies and they are like Rob you know we miss you man and we know that you're not feeling whole because you're not in advocacy and you're not in the in the scene and in the cannabis community actively right now what's, hey, what's your next play and Uh, so now I am, you know, I'm easing back in the timing of being able to come on your show is great too, because the, the hope for me is to be more present in the cannabis industry and start to promote some of these ideas that I think bring the substance in. Whereas a lot of the cannabis industry, you have, uh, people who, who want to promote things that I don't think are necessarily of the greatest importance. And there's a lot of weird competition uh, for popularity and, and, and a lot of uh, mudslinging in the cannabis industry too. people who don't know the cannabis industry I try to explain to them how Volatile and weird it is not just as an emerging industry, but as a phenomena uh, and uh, And so as you know, I'm making my way I'd like to to continue because when I stopped about three years ago, I was around Around 20 million followers and now we've, we've doubled since then but with it mostly on autopilot and with me kind of you know having less of a of, so now i'm back in and i'm hoping that restart are reach so that we can start to provide some cool cool things and, and ideas that people can plug into with us
3: absolutely um yeah man i appreciate you coming on the show uh obviously you know anytime you to come on and talk about anything uh whatever future projects you have any of that shit man we're uh we're here to talk about it and uh and promote cannabis in a, in a time where it's really especially here in the united states it's really weird there's so much noise in the media about so many other things that are going on and cannabis has kind of taken a back seat in a lot of different places And a lot of states have had to suspend their you know legalizations campaigns and, and stuff like that so it's a uh, it's definitely a time when we need a voice and we need we need to try to cut through some of that noise that uh it's really just everywhere now, especially in the, in the media and, the, and social media and all that. Here it's it's a crazy time.
6: Well, it, it makes me feel like when I think about the message of what the cannabis industry is, it's easy for people to get confused because, or it's easy for people to get distracted because cannabis is a fun thing, it's, it's a, a, a lot of recreation attached to it. Um, I myself am guilty of gro- going through live considering this would be a party favor, you know, considering you know, something that's just fun and for giggles. Once I, you know, my big detru- my big uh, uh, segue out of uh, political activism and into uh, the cannabis space was uh, being able to, to network with Rick Simpson and what he was doing at the time. You know, we had just created Occupy Bilderberg, you know, and went there and we didn't he was real, freaked us out really like wow we went there it was like a festival for us we brought a huge bag of weed i called uh we were doing an act this podcast back then i called in as in my arnold schwarzenegger accent and you know we just didn't fucking think it was real you know like we just went out there and we we (laughs) ate at this barbecue place in virginia that was fucking incredible and then lo and behold uh, you know at the westfields marriott it, it turned out that these guys really were meeting there and we saw henry kissinger we saw them with the hiding behind their papers and books and we we're like, holy crap, this is really weird that this stuff is happening, and, you know, for what, 60 years now? And, you know, like the Rick Simpson's handler in Croatia was listening to us, apparently, just randomly uh, sending us messages, hey, you know, check this out, check this out. And then once I latched on there, the, it wasn't the recreational fun aspect of cannabis that really made me gravitate towards it and pull away from activism because I was really passionate about world events, geopolitics, social issues, but I was blown away because I was like, this is a, this is a, this is a sin. you know, you see these nuns, uh, who I've just linked, I've just connected with, uh, with the nuns, uh, the weed nuns and these other folks. And, you know, you start to think, man, they're, they're actually, they're actually really onto something here. You know, this isn't just something that we get high with it. It kills Cancer cells in, some, in, in many anecdotal uh, uh, experiences, but with a lot of doc, documentation. There have been studies to demonstrate that it causes apoptosis and mutated cells, especially cancer cells. Um, even, I even saw a, a uh, NBC article that said that cannabinoids kill MRSA, the superbacteria. This was a few years ago. So I ex- started experimenting with cannabis tinctures and oils Using them on, on infections, even advanced infections, and so far my experience treating these with a with a with the right protocol, I, I haven't seen a single infection that could withstand exposure to cannabinoids. Now, while you know in developed countries we think, well, an infection you go get antibiotics or you go to the doctor, zip do doodle doo, fucking done. Um, a lot of people that Also, you know, in, in, in places that are in developing countries. An infection can mean a big, big deal. An infection can mean your arm, your leg, or your life. And where people don't have access to health care, they don't have access to these resources like doctors and nurses and, 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 and the proper. Um, something like this could be a lifesaver. It's not It's not that it could be a lifesaver. It would be absolutely positively a, a lifesaver. And, and you're talking thousands, hundreds of thousands of lives, probably millions of lives. If everybody has, can't. Right now, the thing that... That drives me crazy. That pulled me in. That still keeps me in, and makes me want to change the conversation. Is the fact that if you said everybody has weed, everybody in the world has weed now, um, and they, you know, you have eight billion people, and they have a certain percentage of them has diabetes. Certain percentage has, like I was saying, maybe just got a cut, infection, whatever. A certain percentage has PTSD. Certain percentage has cancer. Certain percentage percentage has uh, wasting. Disease disease, Um, you have to ask yourself, okay, so if 8 billion people all had cannabis, what's the percentage of those people who have ailments who would die tomorrow or would die in a week or or 10 weeks from now, what's the percentage of those people who would survive and who would live longer or who would live much longer? Um, And when I put that through my mind and just do a quick on-the-fly assignment it's, it's it's a very staggering number. And, and then that brings me to the idea that, well, the reason why everybody doesn't have cannabis like this and the reason why that isn't a reality is because the drug war and prohibition. And so now we have millions probably of people dying every year, every month, every week, um, whatever the numbers are, I'm not sure. But it's a lot, and it's, 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 it's gruesome, and it really makes me view the drug war – and our, our uh, limited access or lack of access as a serious, serious uh, social issue and a, uh, a human crime, it really is. I mean, we're talking about uh, dictators and we're talking about uh, abuse from government. And this is, and, and people out there right now, proliferation of conspiracy theories is a big theme. People are like, well, we got all kinds of conspiracy theories. Step right up to your conspiracy theory and let's, uh, let's get you served up. I tell them, hey, I got a conspiracy for you. Here's something that's pound for pound probably the living thing we have, the most healing substance of all things. Living uh, It's a living thing that when people tell me it's a drug, I say, no, it's not a drug because it's a plant that contains many drugs. Because as we know, each cannabinoid has its own effect. So you can argue that each cannabinoid is a certain drug. So I'm like, here's this thing that is a growing pharmacy. It is a fucking growing pharmacy and, and, and what we're doing is we're saying, I'll throw you in a cage you know, if you have it. There was a, a who was a veteran, a war veteran, and he was playing air guitar. And they threw him in jail for five years, prison for five years, so he was playing air guitar. And it's like, man, this is the biggest, I think this is probably why the aliens don't talk to us. They're so like, yeah, we see them up there, they're flying around, <laughs> but they're not coming to hang out with us. So that that is, I think that's got to be the bedrock, and I want to I wanna instigate a movement in the industry and in this culture will not even instigate because there's already people out there struggling for golden and bolster their efforts to make the conversation about cannabis return to the healing and, and the power that it has to improve and save lives and then also repair the damage that we've done to the environment that's for me that's the sweet spot
3: absolutely I know uh, I was in my late teens when I realized that just smoking a joint or smoking a bowl or whatever allowed me to have really serious uh, stomach problems and digestive problems. Allows me to eat. Allows me to digest food. I can't imagine what I would do without it if it didn't exist. I've tried, you know, prescription medications and that kind of stuff, and nothing worked except for cannabis. And that was over 20 years ago. And uh, if I didn't get access to it, or didn't have access to it for an extended period of time, theoretically, I wouldn't eat enough to stay alive. So, uh... So, uh, you know, the struggle continues, that's for sure.
6: I mean, we heard stories where people say, hey, you know what? Day to day, it makes me able to, I can pick up my fucking keys without it hurting. I can open and shut the door without it hurting. I can carry my kid. I can walk my dog. You know, it lets me go day to day without having this extra pain that I'm with. And then we have on the other end of the spectrum, um, people who really care keeps, they're on death's, the, the death's doorstep. And um, it's cancelled. I know a guy who, who was in hospice and left hospice. Uh, I don't know him, but we have many mutual friends. He actually used to live out here. And he, yeah, he was in hospice. They were like, you know, we're sorry, we can And using FECO oil, which is, it's like Rick Simpson oil 2.0. And he would say if I said that Rick is a very uh, very fiery man um, He doesn't like people getting the message wrong when they talk about his oil but I think he would be behind FECO oil if, if and I'm sure he has seen the uh, effects of it um, but you know and then also in Rick's experience he had a lung cancer patient who had stage four cancer who took some of his oil I mean he told the guy he's like, look dude. Die, right so you might as well I mean um, you know well just you know take it and he said uh, oh okay hang on one second one of the kittens fell off the, uh, the terrace oh, shit. Here, and I gotta go
3: rescue it Holy crap! <laughs> oh, right.
6: I should have kept it locked up into the house hang on <laughs> maybe do a quick <laughs> uh, this little... oh, so
3: Robert goes to rescue yeah. a kitten during the show I believe he said fell off the terrace. <clears throat> I think falling off the ter- falling off the terrace is not the the best thing you want to hear about a kitten. But uh, hopefully it's okay. It's like a cliffhanger, a really dramatic part of the show. I really, I don't want to say I'm glad it happened. I'm not. I'm not wishing you no know, harm on a kitten. I'm just saying a little dramatic interlude. It's not bad. It can only spice things up, help things out. Lord knows I need the help what i got going on it's a great view though i mean the pieces oh my the goodness God, sorry
6: uh so sativa and indica had had uh kittens recently we actually did a kitten stream not too long ago and uh <laughs> so i have 10 little fuzzy nuggets running around here and this one's a little adventurous and take a leap off of my deck so uh oh, wow uh, this is
3: very very dramatic a uh, section of the show It's great yeah,
6: they're, uh, they drive me nuts. They're, they're now practicing. They're now practicing on me. Cause like when little kittens, when they, when, when they jump on your leg and they start attacking you, like I will just be trying to shave or something and they'll, they'll just attacking my legs. That's what they're doing is they're practicing their murder skills. So mm-hmm. I'm like, I'm just a great big murder dummy me now, basically. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but life is good. You know, we, uh. <laughs> We actually did a live stream with them uh, not too long ago. Just hanging out here and uh, they get of the right age and their little cat brains are fully developed. I'll be making sure that they get nice and nice and high as well. (laughs) I I, I, with Indica and Sativa. I named them based on the personalities because Indica is like really chill. She likes to eat, cuddle and Sativa is she looks like a bat. She has huge eyes and she likes to hunt, kill, kill, (laughs) kill. And um, we... uh, you know, I was at first thinking, well, I'm, you know, I've had a couple cats that really liked weed. I'd be sitting there smoking, and they'd run up to me, so I'd blow smoke in their face, and then they'd go eat a ton of food and act weird. Um, and uh, I was like, well, you know, I'm not sure if these cats would be the same way. I'm not sure all cats like weed. And then one morning, I, and I had made some some uh, salve oil uh, with, you know, a lot of cat cannabis and coconut oil, and I kept the weed left over from making the salve, and I put it inside a napkin and put a rubber band around it so that I could squeeze it and get the last bits of oil out because I put it on my face, I put it in my hair, up the beard topically. Um, it's really good for skin, cannabis salve. If anybody hasn't used a cannabis salve or hasn't made it, I'd highly recommend using coconut oil. I'll do a little research on that. Um, so I pre-decarboxylate cannabis, and then I make this salve, and then I'll have a big pile of... You know, greasy leftover weed making it. So I'll just, yeah, put it in a napkin and I, I banned it and it's like a ball basically. And I'm, it's like a green ball napkin thing. And you can squeeze it in the morning, just kind of until you get the last bits out because I've already squeezed and strained the weed out. And one night took it down. Indica, I don't know which one took it down, but they both went after it. <laughs> um, so they, they took this, um, this, you know, little, Napkin floor. It's about this bigger than my fist and they ripped it open and they ate a bunch of the weed that was in there Um, so I knew at from that moment that that they were <laughs> They were stoner cats <laughs> So um, and now the neighbor has a little monkey um, And I don't know what the uh, they don't really get along with the monkey gear But like it's it's well. I will say is I do like animals a lot. I like having them around and they've been great companions um, You know they the, it would be the last It would be nice if they killed less, but uh, they—they are little predators, so they're always bringing in. And uh, uh, one time they brought in this huge crab, and they were fighting the crab all night, and they couldn't kill it, and they couldn't eat it, and you know it was just a battle that was all night. I'm like, guys. So I had finally, I think I convinced them to stop, or maybe they got crab at one point. I think because I stopped bringing them in. Uh, I think one of them really got a good. So, um, so yeah, just the flow, of, like uh, being with nature, being by the sea, being by the jungle, and then, you know, like these two cats for adoptions, and, uh, you have a few dogs that run around here and stuff, too. So it's, I've always been a big animal fan, you know.
3: Awesome. Seems like a, seems like a pretty interesting, uh, fulfilling life, man. That's awesome. Uh, Robert, thanks for coming on the show. And uh, taking the time, I said, "You ever want to come back on talk to us about anything? We are, uh, we're always here, man."
6: Yeah, it's a great pleasure, and we'll be, um, we'll be doing a podcast. We'll be launching a podcast again soon. Um, what we did with Blunted Radios, we tried to kind of meld the two together. We tried to mix um, uh, a web show and like a an interview format show. And now we're going to compartmentalize them. We're going to do just a regular podcast podcast and have a uh, a produced show after the apocalypse is over so uh we do yeah, i really really you know you know like we, we're very happy to, to collaborate with y'all i appreciate you inviting me back on the show and um and yeah i'll be happy to come back on asap there's always no things problem. going on to talk about
3: absolutely thanks robert uh, i guess in your case have a good day man
6: all right buddy take care
3: thanks have a good one